Hello to all our listeners out there. This is Ann Casey, the retired U.S. woman wrestling champion. I'm a guest here on Jimmy Falcon's Cloverleaf Radio Talk Show. Jimmy, the host with the most, and his lovely hostess, Miss Glow. Okay, grab your pen and paper and write this number down. This is the number to call in and listen or chat with me on November the 18th, 7 p.m. That'll be Central Standard Time. This message will be just a brief message tonight to tell y'all. The November 18th talk show will be for about 45 minutes. To listen or ask me questions, I'll tell you most anything except my weight, the true color of my hair, and my age. Here's that number to Jimmy's talk show, 646-716-4378. Thank all of you for listening in. Again, that's Jimmy's Cloverleaf talk show, and that number again, 646 646- Seven one six four three seven eight. Looking forward to talk to everyone out there on November the eighteenth. Thank you and bye. Don't use too, too difficult words. English is my third language. <laughs> All right. We are back for another exciting edition of Cloverleaf COVID Leaf Radio. I'm the host of the most, the king of the quarantine, Jimmy Falcon. And I guess apparently I, I already use kind of broken English because I'm a farm boy. But we do have uh, a, a great combination of people with us today. Uh, we have the very talented Kenna McEnroe and, of course, her lovely... A very talented husband. I don't know how lovely I'm. I'm still. Uh, I'm gonna get to know him well during this. I hope, but I know he's very talented from all the stuff he's done. And his name is Yo. Yep, yo. <laughs> so what's up, Yo? Yo Lighten. If that is, is yep. that is that? Wow, you think the name correct? That doesn't happen often. Well, I. I, I yeah. Yeah, no. yep, that was. <laughs> Yeah, I try to, when it comes to uh, the names that I, even some American names anymore, uh, you know, it could be a Heather and there's like a PH and there's some kind of apostrophe over something. And yeah. Yeah, my I, full name is Jo Jacobus Velalbus Leiden, but Jo is also fine. <laughs> yeah, I figured uh, I had a, my best friend in college was from South Korea. And his name was Sokju, but we called him James because that was kind of the translation. But I guess I'm curious. I kind of made some questions for both of you guys. And being that um, I believe, Kenna, you might have mentioned this when we talked, I'm guessing at least, that it was a, began as a long-distance relationship, being that you were living in Cali, but you were a Texas girl. And, of course, Yo, being that you were uh, living in the Netherlands. But I'm curious yeah. uh, how you guys met. Um, was it just like a, some kind of random chat site? Was it a dating thing? I mean, I'm curious how, how two talented yeah. people come well, together. I dating app that I put my uh, perimeter to, uh, to all the way to Europe. <laughs> that was, it was Facebook. Yeah. yeah. He, he was a, a fan of office space and stuff, and I pretty much just add anybody unless I know you're a loose cannon. And he said something on my wall, and I thought, who is this dude? And 
I was new to Facebook and I thought it was just uh, yeah, like a, a fan page, it was an artist page. I didn't know. Mate, that's the sweetest thing you've ever said to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so he uh, sent me a friend request and he said something on my wall I was talking about. It was hot, it was in the summer. He said, even in the Netherlands. And I thought, who's this dude from the Netherlands? <laughs> so I sent him a private message and we, you know, he kind of flirted a little the very first time. Go um, yo, know, go yo. Like, uh, yo. A, a great and pretty actress or something, and I was like, oh, la la. <laughs> so uh, we just kind of started, you know, talking like every day through right. Facebook, and then it became uh, we were emailing and chatting and phone conversations and then skyping and you know whatever. Uh, well, was there even Skype when we first started seeing each other, or we were just doing a webcast? Yeah. Conversations, I think. Yeah, anyway. Wow. And so then he came out, and, you know, my friends were all like, oh, I don't know, Kenneth, some weird guy from the Netherlands is coming <laughs> to stay with you? What the hell? And they wanted to take my pass- his passport when he got here. And, oh, my gosh. Um, in case, you know, he hacked me up into a tiny million pieces. Oh, goodness. So, uh, but he was normal. Well, that's debatable, but um, we hit it off, and then I went back and visited, and then it became this five-year-long back and forth with us, and then he snuck down here, which was crazy, and uh, proposed to me. I was actually on stage, and I had just spoken to him that afternoon. I was hiking, and his phone popped up as Yo's phone in the Netherlands, you know, and uh, he had, what did you do? I used a voice over IP phone number, so I could pretend I w- that I was in the Netherlands, but I wasn't in Hollywood somewhere in the hotel room. Yeah, and so he showed up. He worked it out with everybody that night at my director and stuff, and he showed up, and I was on stage, and I was doing this improvised exercise piece that's in front of an audience, and I said, uh, I was acting like it was the circus at this moment. I said, what's behind the curtain? And he was behind the curtain on his knees. Aww. And I, I was like, I, at first I was freaked out. I was like, oh my God, did they invent some type of airplane that can get here in three hours? Or I thought somebody had died and like a million things went through my head. You know, I, I was just like completely. You didn't answer my question back then. Yeah, I, it took me a long time. Yeah, I didn't answer the question for a long time because I was just shocked and stunned. And then I ended up marrying him and it was the worst decision I've ever made. No, okay. <laughs> Well, I was kind of, I did want to bring up office space in a way I was going to ask if you thought that had kind of tainted your career, but being that it brought you the love of your life and a beautiful boy, I think that maybe as, uh, you know, being remembered for certain roles couldn't be as bad as as, uh, it could be for some others. It's, our love is based on the creator of these and content. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, yes, of course, I, I, I want to work more. Do I think Office Space had anything to do with that? Probably not. Uh, but I love the fact that, you know, um, a lot of actors can't say that people know them for a certain, you know, role. So, And the fact that my part was really kind of small, that people even remember it. I mean, I, I just i am flattered by it, and um, hopefully there will be more of those to come, um, memorable, you know, cool classic films and stuff. I'm not throwing in the towel yet. No, why should you? You're still young. I mean, both of you guys are doing so many great things. And I guess... I guess the uh, this question would probably uh, start with Yo, but it involves you as well, Kenna. 
Uh, how did you begin the whole Squirrel Monkey page? I mean, what was your inspiration behind uh, doing these kind of retro-style videos, but having a new flair on them? I watched a BBC, sh a BBC show called uh, Look Around You, and that's uh, a parody show where they pretend to be a 1980s um, educational children's TV show. And I thought it was funny, and I... Um, I was just, uh, I, one evening I just made a parody video on Angry Birds and I thought, hmm, maybe I should put this on YouTube. And uh, yeah, the, the next day I already had a, a bunch of likes and then suddenly uh, Wired magazine called me for an interview and that really started it off. And Ken, I didn't do the voice for the first videos I made, but then when we did uh, Wonders of the World Wide Web, suddenly we had a bunch of views. So decided to make more episodes yes and one of my early favorites is i'm not sure of the pronunciation of the word but i'll just say the bob ross parody i really enjoyed i know it's a computer term <laughs> i wanted to say as me but i'm not sure if that's right ASCII. yeah yeah ASCII. Um, ASCII. okay it's um yeah that was also a video i made when i just was bored and stuff and yeah it, I think that's the reason, by the way, where uh, I think that's the video where where Wired magazine called, um, and yeah, it was funny. It, it got a lot of media attention, and it's not even it doesn't even sound like Bob Ross. It's it's my yeah. try to be American voice. <laughs> well, the difference between Yo and I when he's bored, he's work, and when I'm bored, I eat and watch TV. <laughs> uh, maybe I should be more like him, but he's very productive. Uh, and I, I don't even know how he does the stuff he does. Well, they do say opposites attract. I mean, that Paul Abdul song with the cat, so cool. I mean... Yes. Oh. True. I guess, uh, you know, I have enjoyed a lot of the wonders of the World Wide Web, and, of course, talking with Weird Paul, and then I got connected with you, Ken, and now with Yo. I think it's awesome just being able to talk with you guys about the whole thing. Um, do you guys have a funniest video, in your opinion, out of all the ones you've done together, or even uh, solo ones that you both liked? Huh. That's a good question. Mm. I like the Facebook one, and I like, um, mm, I like Siri, but I also like, we did some that were, they were like old television, uh, old radio shows. I like the old radio show one as well. I think my, my the favorite one we did is probably Siri in the 80s. That's a funny one. And I also like the one that you did, the, the Pyramid Earthers. Oh, yeah, yeah. That wasn't World Wide Web. That was just like a documentary kind of thing that he did. A mockumentary, you know. A, a parody on, like, the Flat Earth people, you know. We're like the Pyramid Earth people. <laughs> Yeah, I like the, I mean, parodies are hilarious. I can't think of how many, like, uh, movie parodies I have in my collection. <clears throat> and I think being able to make fun of those sort of things is is kind of how get, you get through life. Um, and putting a retro spin on it and being able to uh, use today's, you know, technology to make it look like it was something produced in the 80s, 90s, it's really, uh, it, it's a good time for that, being that, I mean, that's kind of was my time and we're getting to that stage where it's been like 20 years and it's starting to become retro yeah every day we receive comments from people who say I don't think this is real <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's probably some kid you know who's like what, what? 
but that's I guess that's what adds to it so much production value and I'm sure uh, I mean how long does say a basic video take you guys even uh, regardless of if it's wonders or just one of your other ones um, do you have a certain time frame um, that you're able to uh, kind of stick to or does it fluctuate it really really depends let's say the, the Angry Birds parody took maybe 40 minutes to make that's it Wow. And uh, some wonders of the World Wide Web videos take very long because I also uh, programmed the, the graphical user interface that you see. Uh, it's uh, a lot of the things that you see is real software, but of course, anti software that doesn't really work. But the script uh, writing is the hardest part. That's probably, yeah, yeah. That's probably the hardest part, yeah. Because, you know, he, he, he always feels like his English isn't uh, great, but I'm like, your English is great, you're fluid, you know, but. Um, Oh, so yeah, I have no problem. On that and, stuff. and then he asked me questions. I'm like, I'm from Texas. I'm barely educated, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Don't ask me. <laughs> so I feel someone's like, what's the quantum physics modulator on yeah. the Wimble Wamble? I'm like, what the heck you just say there? Yeah, like, I mean, exactly. I don't, I feel what? like <laughs> I'm a little more advanced than, than the typical redneck, but when it comes to certain things, I just feel like I'm like so confused. You're like, uh. Yeah. Do um, what? <laughs> I, feel like I, I am too. I'm a little more open minded and a little whatever, but uh, well, a lot more open minded, but a little more advanced just by seeing the world. But um, yeah, some things are just over my head. I'll never get. I remember the day when I explained to you what human rights are. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I hope that was a good date. Yeah, we're, we're like a, 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 we're in bed right now, so we're like, <laughs> we're just laying here. So I told him earlier, you know, that we're like the John and the <laughs> Yono Oko. Yono Oko. Good. Of the fat people. <laughs> well, I don't know about that because, um, well, you... You both aren't. I mean, you're not. You guys aren't big. I mean, you've lost a considerable amount of weight, and, and yo, you're you're no, uh, you're not whopping around the sidewalks or anything. So I mean, as no, far as that I goes, mean, but I have put on a considerable amount too. I mean, I'm nowhere where I was when I lost weight. Well, so. and I think also with everything going on, I mean, I think just here we got COVID. I mean, we can see some haze, yeah. but you guys have some pretty bad wildfires. That's yeah. and all this stuff probably is just keeping you inside. You can't. I mean, even the less walking you do, walking is probably one of the best yeah, easy thank exercises. Thank you for all the excuses. Thank you. I'm gonna use those. You forgot about the earthquake. <laughs> yeah, the earthquake. earthquake yeah, the earthquake. Uh, yeah, just two days ago, yeah. there was another earthquake. <laughs> so, and you, you get used to it. Yeah, I, gosh, the earthquakes maybe, but I don't know. I I think I'd be out there a little while and they'd be like, yep, wildfire, yep, this is crazy. Yeah, I hate I hate the fires. I actually took my son for a drive today because he's getting really antsy, and I thought, okay, we'll just go in the car, but we won't get out. And we drove, and I was like, oh, I didn't even know fires were out this way. And not like the left of us were fires all in the mountains, and so it's kind of scary. We we live pretty far away from it. How many miles? Would I don't know, from? but like even my sister who lives in Texas was telling me that they were getting haze. Yeah. And the air smelled like smoke that it was kept walking that way. So from Tuesday's over, they're getting it, you know? Yeah, we, we see, we haven't had a... The air quality index 
and and it's um, yeah, it's so bad now that I have a feeling for it, just like for Celsius and Fahrenheit. I, I see this value and I know what it means. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. Like we have a little bit of a haze, but there's been no smell. I think it's amazing though that they were so bad that that's even carrying all the way to Illinois. It it, ama it amazes me. It's so yeah. so tragic. But on to yeah. something, uh, hopefully a little better, and a little funnier, and it's also kind of current. 2016, you did, uh, yo, you did the uh, presidential blitz game, uh, Clinton, Trump. <laughs> Very cool kind of retro thing, but being that, uh, well, as they love to call him, the Donald is still in the office. Um, why did you decide to put this together? Um, I think it was really cool. I did it, I did it for a company. And um, yeah, they, they they asked me to, to do it, and I um, it was I never had a lot of experience with uh, programming in that language, so it was an opportunity for me to learn. I, I loved it. I, I didn't write the game; I just made the graphics. I did the, the background music and the programming, but I, I didn't write the jokes and the text and stuff like that. Because uh, what do I know about American politics? I mean, you know more than me. <laughs> I really love the the retro stuff. is is just it's really cool. I think it's um it's definitely got a huge market, and you guys have uh, really picked an interesting thing, uh, an interesting topics covering with uh, you know like Tinder. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god, the the uh, uh, the Uber one was really good too, and it's also really funny that sometimes companies respond to our videos like tinder they they tweeted it it happened the same with uh let's say um what's the last video the the ceo of zoom uh tweeted our uh, zoom parody video and, and even pinned it on his profile for two weeks oh wow and the video what made what was it wix they uh -huh. responded to our channel with their official account oh, that's funny always when people do that and companies do that yeah, that's that's has to be really high praise. I mean, like I'm happy when someone I interview uh, shares something on their wall, but to be able to get something like that from a huge company for uh, you know really enjoying what you did instead of being you know upset like I, I think maybe some companies may get on certain things like that. But uh, I mean, parodies are parodies. I mean, it's all legal. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, we receive uh, a lot of responses every time and uh, a lot of feedback and a lot of, most, mostly positive, luckily. Well, being that you guys have both done various forms of entertainment and even, uh, you know, lots of stuff with gaming and graphics, what's the oddest gig both of you have ever gotten? Oh, wow, that's a good question. Let's see. Oh... Uh... I did a Christmas show for uh, a dog workout place <laughs> where the dogs go to work out. And, like, half of the audience was literally the dogs because it was the owners and the dogs. <laughs> and uh, I sang Christmas songs with this one guy, and, like, dogs would start howling. It was hilarious. And I was like, whoa. And this was just a couple of years ago. This was, like, two years ago. Um, but I'm trying to think. I mean, I've done some really bad ones. I did a show for the Fort Worth police cops, uh, the uh, police cops, the Fort Worth uh, bicycle cops, you know, that ride the bikes around. I did a show for a benefit there. I, I, I don't know. Just there's a, there's a lot of weird things I've done. What have you done? Any weird things, yo? The word 
if the word odd always has to be something negative, it can also be... Yeah. Oh, no, it can be... Any, yeah. I would say the, the weirdest thing I've done, like maybe uh, I, I designed the first uh, Christmas card that was sent by the Dutch government to every Dutch veteran in history. And that was that a was, job. That was, right? yeah. I, I thought that, that was that pretty was, cool. That had to have been a, quite an accomplishment. I, I, I loved it, and it, it's it's kind of funny because suddenly all those veterans probably posted them on on their um, um, social media, and I thought, oh well, wait, I made this. <laughs> and what else? I I used to uh, I had a job years ago as a teletext. I'm not even sure if if people still know this in the United States, but in Europe it's still popular. Uh, some kind of C fax editor I was. So um, in in the 80s, a lot of televisions had CFAX slash teletext mode, and you could read the news uh, in some kind of a terminal screen on, on televisions. Mm-hmm. I think it never really worked in the United States. It was popular for a couple of days, and then and then uh, they stopped doing it. But uh, in Holland, they still use it. Most people uh, read it on their apps, but uh, if you have a television, can still read it on, on a television, put it on television. If we're just talking about weird jobs, I thought you meant in the entertainment business. Oh. I've had a million. I've worked at a tampon factory. I've, <laughs> I've uh, worked at a, a car factory. I mean, I've done like, I've sold stupid uh, extended car warranties. Um, I've done just, uh, so many different things. I waited tables for a long time, but that's not odd. But, but I'd say working at the tampon factory was very odd. It was, it was different. <laughs> Yo, was there a, did you have a tampon factory job in the Netherlands? or? <laughs> no, I had a bunch of crazy jobs and not a tampon factory. No. <laughs> um, I think I have, in general, I have normal jobs. Yeah, I had to find whatever. <laughs> um, there was something I was going to say, but must have been a lot because I forgot it. Well, we come back to those, I guess. I feel like I do that a lot. <clears throat> well, I was curious about the bacon post. I thought that was a, a funny thing that was kind of seemed political without any politics. Uh, why do it and why stop it? Again, that was Yo's idea. And he's, he's pretty much the brains. I'm just the beauty act. Ah. Kidding. But no, he he's so smart, and that was his idea to do that. And, and tell him what started that, yo. Can you still hear us? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have a problem with the phone. Yeah, it's just somebody's yeah. trying to call, but it's yeah. it's no big deal. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting ready to wrap up. Oh, it's okay. It's it's just a stupid political call. I'm sure we get a million of those all the time. So go ahead and talk about bacon post cute. Yeah, it's um, the idea of the Bacon Post was just uh, funny articles, uh, articles about science and no politics. There's a lot of websites about no politics. And Bacon uh, uh, refers to uh, Francis Bacon. And uh, yeah, that's basically it. But we didn't have enough writers. And, you know, English is my third language, so I'm not a good writer in English. So it's stranded somewhere. You still have a, a, a friend that posts all the time, but it's not. Facebook, yeah, yeah, but it's not exactly what we really wanted to go for. Hmm. Uh, when we start when he started it. Well, I think he it was. Wanted to oh. have like 
artists, up and coming artists, and uh, up and coming scientists and medical breaks. He wanted to have like a lot of like discoveries of, of you know different art forms or different people, people that aren't already famous and stuff. And um, yeah, we just like he said, we didn't have enough writers or people to do it. That's unfortunate. I do like that it is ar uh, archived, as they say. Um, I did like looking back at some of the stuff. It looked like it was uh, really interesting and definitely a good thing to look at to keep your mind off of the stuff that usually pops up on your Bing or whatever you get your news from. We should continue it. Uh, maybe we should just go on to restart it and... Uh, Fine writers, you yeah, can write for it. We can't pay you, but <laughs> oh, I don't. I, that'd be cool. I don't. I don't know how much about uh, programming or science. I know, but uh, <laughs> it would be interesting. I guess the question I always finish with, and I know this this time being as it is, it's it's not always as uh, pleasant of an answer as one could give. But what does the future hold for you guys? You got anything coming up that you can discuss as far as projects or what 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 does uh, what's going on with you guys coming up? Go for it, yo. You it's one of my, my uh, goals to create a cartoon series on my YouTube channel. Oh, cool. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, wor I'm still now in a writing phase. But, uh, yeah, I did some animation before, so... Uh, and you're also writing a, a, an Alexa. Oh, yeah, of course. That's, that's uh, 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 the next episode uh, of Wonders of the World Wide Web will be about Alexa. And our Alexa keeps uh, uh, pausing now. <laughs> right here. <laughs> I don't know that. Shut up, Alexa. Um, yeah, so, and me, I've just been, I've actually, the auditions have picked up with the self-taping, and I've had some callbacks here and stuff, so you never know. Hopefully, I'll hit one of them soon, and... So I think the last time we talked, I was saying something, or maybe it was in a message, a private message, but that, you know, we're probably going to be making a move maybe back to Texas or someplace where it's not as crazy and as expensive as since right. the whole entertainment industry now is like put yourself on tape kind of thing for an audition, because I can do that literally anywhere. That's true. So um, we just want to be able to buy a home and have a backyard for our kid and... Aww not have wildfires <laughs> yeah I feel like uh, when I was little that was being in an outside of a small town I dreamed of going to LA but just visiting there I seemed like how crazy it was just on uh, when there wasn't an earthquake or a wildfire or uh, you know yeah. I mean well it's gotten worse I've been here nearly 20 years and just the amount of homelessness now and the prices, uh, the cost of living, the traffic, everything, you know, is just really, really bad. Mm. Um, and so I've just seen it go from the glory days, you know, in my opinion, it was great when I first got here. I never hardly saw a homeless person, actually. It was a lot cleaner than I ever imagined. Right. The air had started getting cleaner. Things are great. It was still expensive, but wasn't as expensive as now. And... Um, you know, and I, I still love LA. It's always going to be a second home. I'll come back as often as I can because I have a lot of great friends now that I call family. But it's just changed a lot. And it's just, I don't see it getting better. 
uh, the way the world's going and with climate change and everything else. So, you know, thinking it might be time to ditch it and only come in when I need to work, you know. Well, I wish you guys the best, and if a move is what is what's needed, and I uh, I wholeheartedly support you. It seems like a lot of people uh, I've been hearing have been leaving uh, Los Angeles and the California area just to kind of get away from the craziness. So, best of luck to mm-hmm. you, and, and I'll keep in touch Thank with you guys. You. Thank you so much for joining Definitely. me. Definitely. Oh, I was talking when you were talking. What were you saying? Oh, I was just saying thank you so much for joining me, you guys. It was nice talking with you. You too. Thank you for having us, Ian. Absolutely. You guys have a good one, and good luck with everything. You too. Stay in touch. I will. All right. right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.